the following episode of Cancel of the First Ones was recorded on February 23rd, 2014. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Council of First Ones. I'm Kelly, host of Toys and Tunes and admin for the Great Rebellion. Joining me is Yoni. How are those two new ponies that you're busy playing with? They are fine. They are awesome. I love them. We also have our resident ranter, Crespo, who's already been ranting about things from Toy Fair. Hey, yeah. And from Nerds on the Couch, Renee, I hear you're going to be on the radio now. Yeah, you heard right, Kelly. I just uh, got the uh, press release and... Uh... We signed, uh, Nerds on the Couch signed on with uh, All Things, or All Geek Radio, which is uh, off uh, Florida, and um, we're going to be broadcasting over there, and of course on the internet, and we're going to have, we're shooting for March, but we're going to have live shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Well, congratulations. Yeah, we're excited about it, and hopefully we'll have some of you guys on. Hey, you know where I hide out? In the toy aisles. But I just got back from a fabulous weekend in New York City. It was Toy Fair weekend with all of the great reveals, sneak peeks, and things trying to take a walk with me, but someone wouldn't let her. We've been teased with a broom from Kamikaze, and then with the email flyer with just the top of her hat, and first sneak peeks of... The official Madame Raz and Lucky and Filmation Cowell made their debut at the Four Horsemen show and then again at Maddie Collector's Night. We got to see Rio Blast. He'll be part of the regular Club Eternia. So no more riots. Sadly, I don't think we're going to see Meteorbs unless Mattel hates me, which they do. So we're going to see the Meteorbs somehow. Because there's that Fancore is starting to speak out. They are the only fraction that has not been represented yet in Motu. They are considered a separate fraction. And they did make an appearance in Tira, Princess of Power Formation. So maybe people keep pushing. I hope. Again, I'm stating. I hope Meteorbs come out. But if I'm making the hard decisions, because every, every SKU counts now. And honestly... You know, I mean, I, I'm going to sound like a jerk, but if it comes between Meteorbs and a an, uh, new Adventures figure or some figure that we've wanted, I'm tossing them out, man. I'm sorry. I hope, you know, I hope maybe, you know, it's a little special or somehow get them to be separate. But I mean, probably maybe like a San Diego exclusive or a Traveling Con exclusive. I could see them going that route with the Meteor. If they make them cost. Like Scott's been saying recently maximizing every slot available. I think those would be right after playsets and vehicles that are first thing to be sacrificed. And Well, I'd rather see the, and I'm sorry, I know there's been a lot of positive info, and we'll get to them, is those 12-inch figures. I'd rather see a Snake Mountain playset before those 12-inch. But we'll talk about them soon. But the only new um, figure shown for Club Eternia was Rio Blast. We did get to see pretty much finalized products of Scorpia in her packaging. We did get to see Flutterina. No, they did not change the wings. The wings are actually toy accurate to what the toy looked like back in the 80s. But the big news, Princess of Power did get her own sub to help celebrate her 30th anniversary. 
29th. But who's counting? Actually, well, apparently you are. <laughs> the uh, copyright. She was copyrighted in '84. That's what they're going by. Because her uh, filmation um, cartoon came out in '85. Well, remember they teased her for like almost a year. Yep. With media, I remember. You know, in so the magazines and all that, there was little. Out there in '84. It wasn't where you could find the toys and all like that, but like you said, Renee, they were teasing. They were starting to get the push, start to get the people excited. So technically, this is her 30th year. Unless you're counting like Crespo. And a lot of people do accept that her 30th year should be 85. That would mess up my tattoo, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) As you've said many times, Crespo, Mattel hates you. Exactly. Oh, but but now, in all seriousness, the Princess of Power sub, it was an exciting thing. I know that if, if people follow my blog, they've heard that I've been against the Princess of Power sub. But at the same time, like Scott said, we need to maximize every slot available. And if the sub does not happen, we're not going to make it complete after 2015 because we need to complete Princess of Power and He-Man by 2015 and if that mini sub doesn't happen, we won't be able to do it. So if you're on the fence, you should sub up. Well, if you like Princess of Power, you should sub up. If you like the sub exclusive, you A should sub up. Subbing up just for that club exclusive. He is awesome. And I'm talking Light Hope. The only thing I didn't like about Light Hope, and I can understand logistics and timing, I wish they would have used Lusheimer's face. But when they started the process of Light Hope, Lou was still alive because it takes between 12 and 18 months to get a product where they can show it at Toy Fair. Who knows? Maybe down the line they'll turn around and do some other tribute to him. And we know all our customizers out there will be starting to make their own versions of Light Hope Space. I'm willing to see what you guys have. Light Hope is done in a translucent, white, clear plastic with a pink wash done over him to give him that effect. Do you think I'm making it quite clear what I want? Uh, a clear plastic with a pinkish wash, Lou Shimer head for the butt-kicking Crystal, Cas- Crystal Castle Man body. I mean, that figure is amazing, and Scott did not want to touch him because he knew better. Uh, no remnants of that pink marshmallow so-called Crystal Castle that we had as a toy exists. Well, they the use pink filmation. Well, there's the pink from the pink cloud toy, and I'm going to say this before everyone keeps talking. I'm act- I think I'm the only person who didn't feel wowed by Light Hope. I mean, the design is awesome, but he reminds me a bit more of Odin, a more warrior-like god character than Light Hope, the whole kind of parental figure god. I mean, the sculpt is a thing of, of beauty. I will keep my figure because I already subscribed to Club Etheria, but I don't think I'll be displaying him in my Princess of Power display. Well, unless he wows me in hand, but right now I'm still a bit. He will. Right now, I I still feel a bit apprehensive about him, but I admit the the sculpting is cool. It kind of reminds me like a Shira version of the Horseman's own Scarabus figure. It is based on a lot of his scar on the Horseman Scarabus, but they also tried to take as many elements of the Crystal Castles, figuring we'll probably never see it in toy form, and incorporate it into the sculpt. The headpiece mimics the 
feather-like branches that go around on the um, top of his staff is the actual crystal castle from filmation instead of the red center it was a clear stone but that could be tweaked before production but overall i loved the figure his skirt his skirt is based with the the design on his skirt is based on the 2000x she-ra yeah. and the and the coolest thing about it while i'm not totally wild about the figure He's been wowing, so, wowing and impressing some Princess of Power haters. They're like, ah, oh, damn it, I don't want to, I don't want to sub to the Shira sub, but I really want that light hope. Well, also with the subscription sub, we finish off the vintage horde females that were released because we are getting in trap trap Her hair will be articulated. Um, Scott wasn't sure if it was one or two places on each of the braids. We're getting double trouble. Again, another vintage figure. They mimicked her action feature using the same principle behind Manny faces, but did it on a smaller scale to keep in line with the female buck. Uh, there I wish they had just used two heads, because there's something a bit off in her face now that they have the swapping action feature. I mean, I like the figure, but she's going to be like a back-of-the-shelf character. And it's a shame I'm saying this about Glimmer's causing, but... She looks a bit mannish in some of the pictures I've seen of the final character. We'll judge better once I have her in hand, which is this July, right? Yes, she'll be the first figure. But see her face? I, when I got home, I looked at my double trouble. It was spot on. They were using the toy reference. That was the way the face appeared. Yeah, that was the impression I got. I mean, to me, that one was the one that stood out. That I really was like, wow, that's a cool... I gotta have that one. And... I kind of get why they did it, because they wanted to keep it in the, I guess, in the same vein like they did Manny Faces. And it worked for me, and I love the gun. I love her weapon. Her weapon, her weapon flips. Her weapon actually flips in the middle, so you can have her as a good guy or a bad guy. That is That was genius. Almost everything on her will flip somehow. And you don't have to worry about spinning the hair, because that's not the mechanism. At the top of her helmet, there's green beads that go around her hair. That's where you turn to display the two uh, sides. But to be to give a point for those who are not into Princess of Power as much, you look at these figures, and they fit the line. They perfectly fit. Like, all of a sudden, you know, you got new warriors to be put into the collection. I mean, they, they look like Masters of the Universe figures. I mean, the Entrapta, to me, I just can't wait to have her with the Horde. I mean, I'm yeah. going to be one of them buying two of them so I can repaint one of them into the Filmation colors because a few people complained that she wasn't done in Filmation colors. But there's no pleasing them because, no. you know, if they, if they did Filmation colors, the other half would be saying, oh, that's not toy colors. Yeah, and they got they got a decent compromise. Uh, she looks mostly like her Filmation look with a little Hordax gemstone, which was a nice touch. Right. I know some people don't like the, it. On the vintage figure, she had no Horde symbol. So that's uh, what the little symbol. Uh, and from afar, it looks like a normal gem, so it, it can pass off. I know that personally, I will be painting the little lightning bolts on her golden as a nod to her golden vintage toy set. But like Renee was saying, that Princess of Power fit because they have a lot of fantasy archetypes. I've, I've already ranted out Flutterina being fairy-like, 
and trapped them with her hair. It's very witch-like since some witches are said that they use their hair for stuff, for magic and everything. Uh, we got Madame Raz, which is a stereotypical cartoony witch. She's even got the flying broom. Uh, yeah, the only thing they couldn't do was the uh, flight stand. It would have added money to it. But well, you I'm can put room, right, with the uh, with uh, Madame Res? Yes, she will be able to sit on the broom, so that's perfectly fine. And we know we have people out there who will figure out how to get her on a flight stand. Um, the chase figures, and you see I'm saying plural, it's two little buddies. Filmation Cowl will come with a flight stand, and Lucky, our resident pervert, they will start... <laughs> I don't know when they'll start on the chase because we did see final production models, final packaging. So I would expect them popping up who knows when. Uh, they are first in uh, April's uh, early access and then they are popping at random times. Ooh, that's going to be another oh, fight. Oh boy, April yeah. early access. We've got Goatman, we've got this duo and... I'll be honest. I'm excited about getting them. I will. I will most likely, barring some freak accident that doesn't get, allow me to be online on Maddie time for them, I will fight to get those guys. Even though I don't like the idea of chase figures, I hated Kool Aid Hordak hunting for him, and I find it that for twenty bucks they're a bit expensive for those two little guys. But I need my judgmental squirrel. I need my formation gal. So. I'm going to have to bite the bullet and, and well, well, I'm going to be a bit ticked off. I'm so going to buy them because I need Lukey and I love Cal. And while, yes, I repainted my inflammation colors, my toy Cal from the weapons pack. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. As soon as I painted it, somehow they were going to announce Filmation Cal. Oh, wait, wait a minute. What was that that you said that Michelle dislikes you? No, they hate me. <laughs> You know, when you talk about you, you brought up the point like we're gonna have to do the chase thing again, and uh, you know, I bet you like his face is gonna show up somewhere on the website, and then we're gonna go through that thing again where all of us are gonna be posting cows open, cows open. <laughs> but, but you know, it brings me up to what Danielle, our friend Danielle, said brought up one time. You know, brought up last time that yeah, it was a pain in the butt, but in the end. Uh, I think you know everybody got their their Kool Aid Hordak. Yeah, they're you know that's kind of a game they're playing with with us because no matter what, eventually we got them. I'm gonna call it right now. 2015, the chase figure is gonna be Gwildor, and the excuses his cosmic key is faulty. I'm calling it now. Oh lord, that's oh that's oh. But that would be perfect. Now there are three more slots in the um, Princess of Power sub that we don't know, but we know the very last figure will be at thirty dollars instead of the twenty-five. So the odds are that's Mermista, and they'll probably do her like King Hiss with two torsos. But was King Hiss? I remember he was a regular price. He yeah. was half tooled. And that was the one of the years we got a lot of repaints and reuse of parts and all like that to help cover the cost. But it can, I can I can understand why Mattel is gonna do it. My wallet may disagree with them, but if it is the only way to get Z mail made, I'm okay with that. And I don't think there's any other Princess of Power character that would need to be a bit more expensive. Because if that would have been the case, then we would have gotten Madame Ras plus Luki. 
for it. Just throwing it as an example, because I know it's just Madame and Broom. Right. But Mermis is the only one, and I don't think they're going to waste a slot in Filmation Hordak plus Imp. Although I know that's a figure everybody wants. Well, every Filmation fan I wants. I would have done Imp with the Cal and Lucky. Make it a three-pack. Then the price point, I think, would sit better with our listeners and myself, too. Yeah, but the thing is, aside Mermis, I don't think there's any one character. And right now, like Scott said, we need to maximize the slot. So, again, variants are going to be pretty minimal. I don't think we're going to get, like... Snake mechanic or underwater yeah. underwater armor men at arms or something like that. I think we're gonna see the focus like energy swords, multibot, maybe one of Catra's steeds. I'm hoping for Claudine. Some people are hoping for Storm, but I don't think we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna get Crystal Moonbeam and the other Crystal horses. I don't think we'll we'll reach that point. Just trying to get the core core out and that's it. Well, let me let me bring up why it's twenty dollars. Loki. Loki is a brand new sculpt. He's brand new and completely. His arms, and his arms are articulated. He does have three points of articulation. And that's what we're paying for. And, yeah. the, and the paint hits and all that. But I, I understand that. But it's it kind of stings. It kind of stings to the wallet, especially since the difference from weapons, the Keldor Swords weapons pack to the weapons pack with Cal was two bucks. But then again, the weapons in the Cal weapons pack lose did lose a lot of paint. So. It, it's just like the way that it makes sense for the business versus the customer logic. There's they're always gonna clash, and and I and I've seen some people complain a lot about Callan and Loki. Well, I mean, if the suppo the alleged unnamed one that was leaked you is the real deal. Yeah, we don't know anything. I, I we mean, haven't seen anything. That is Mattel's position because they did reveal the unnamed one at Toy Fair. Right under that big question mark was an Uno deck. Yeah, twenty bucks for own for an Uno deck gets a bit expensive. Ha, 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 ha. I don't know, but but seriously, I know people. Well, I've been one of the people who have who feel a bit well stu- stung by by the increase in price for a uh, smaller subscription exclusive than there's Madame Ras. But at the same time, freaking Modilock, Hydron, Flog, um, Flutterina, Light Hope, and Trapta. And honestly, I was surprised that we were getting Entrapped in 2014. And oh boy, real frigging blast. I mean, Glimmer's <laughs> my favorite character. Glimmer's my favorite character. And like some otaku would say, she's my waifu. No, no, no. Glimmer may be my waifu, but real blast. Oh boy, that's like mother figure of the year. <laughs> no, no, it's real blast. I'm now saying it. Rio Blast is the figure of the year. He looks like a young Sam Elliott. He's got his guns up the wazoo. He's got like tons of extras. That his loincloth with a whip curled with the, with the ammo belt, and his boots have spurs. I mean, no detail was missed out. And oh boy, that I I honestly of all the reveals, my number one is Rio Blast, and I can't wait to have the cowboy in my hands. Now, I want to bring up that at the Toy Fair, he didn't have the blasters, and people were saying, oh, they cut him out. No, they didn't. Okay, they just they, they just forgot him. If you listen to the press conference, Scott admitted they were left behind, and one, one of the accessories broke when they were reassembling. Dang. Yeah, but, you know, he, he's beautiful. He, he looks exactly like the figures. Now, people are complaining that, oh, it's clip-ons. Well, live with it, people. Uh uh, if I recall correctly from the org.org discussion of Real Blast, we've been expecting clip-ons. I mean, we've seen what they did with the battle armors. 
Did we expect that they were going to hollow out? If they didn't hollow out a chest for the battle armors, did we expect them to hollow out a chest for Rio Blast, hollow out his... I already expected them to do clip-ons, and you know what? Me too. I don't mind the clip-ons, cost. I'm surprised that they kept the spinning swivel thingy for the guns for his hands. I thought they were just going to be clip-ons and call it a day. So they kind of went out of their way there. We've got the swiveling knee, knee piece, so you plug in the guns. And besides, if we hollow out the legs on the Classics Rio Blast, we complain about figures falling because they're too top-heavy. Hollowing out his legs would have made it even worse. Oh, of course. But still, he's great. He, he looks awesome. All of the figures do. We really are almost done. Yeah. Yeah, well, we are like, what, two heroic warriors for completion, and one of them is Gwildor, the other one is Rotar, so... Really? That's what's left? That's what's left for the heroic warriors, the horde. All we have left is Dragstore and Multibot uh, for the Snakemen, Tongue Lasher, and Squeeze. The evil warriors are the are the faction with the most holes, because we, we're still missing Sorad, we're missing Twistoid, we're missing Ninjor. Well, Ninjor can be kicked out really easy. Yeah. Which I can I see why they're probably holding him back because he's gonna be a filler. He's probably a filler. Yeah, I mean he's just like a new pair, a new forearms, new pair of hands, and new heads. The reason I mentioned new forearms and, and hands is because Ninja had a bow and the new Ninja needs a bow and the current bow forearms do not work with Ninja and I hope we get clawed hands for for Ninja. Otherwise, Mattel could reuse bows, hands, and I know some people would complain, but. In any case, I can't wait for Ninja, I can't wait for Sarad, I can't wait for the snake, the remaining Snakemen. Oh yeah, I can't wait for Multibot. I mean, Multibot I will probably be 2015 if the sub goes through. Yeah. And we totally need Multibot. <laughs> I mean. this year. And don't forget the big question that people seem to forget is Blast Attack. That's that's another character I was like, wait, Blast Attack, is he an evil warrior? Is he a Snakeman? Okay, if, he, if he's Snakeman, then we have three Snakeman missing. If he's but, evil warrior, well, there, Scott there's has, another. Scott has gone on the record a few times saying there was only two Snakemen left. One will okay. be released this year, one will be released next year. Yeah, Blast Attack was kind of iffy because in the, in the mini-comic, he was Skeletors. And then somewhere else, they made him a Horde trooper. Somewhere else, they made him a Snakeman. But he doesn't really fit in with the Snake Man because he's technology. But they Unless... can fit him now with Snake Man at Arms. Like, oh, Snake Man at Arms build Blast Attack as a new trooper to stop the heroic wars. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but people still remember the mini comic. And that's kind of what I side with because, um, you know, just as, here's my logic is that, you know, when you looked at Blade's bio, it's uh... tied to the mini comic. And it's uh... the same issue. <laughs> But <laughs> Blade, they killed him with his real name. <laughs> well, that those aren't the only things we're getting from Masters. We got to see the next two mini Masters sets coming out. We have Man at Arms with Faker and Stratos. Oh, I can't remember. Scareglow. Scareglow. Scareglow, thank you. I had to look at my notes. Now, I have issues with this. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're smaller, aren't they? They are. Yeah. I'm editing, actually, my review of them. They are much smaller than the Mini Masters based on the video game. What's up with that? Logistics and in order to shove the connect, connect and collect Castle Grayskull. And I'll be honest, I kind of wish they didn't have the collect and connect Castle Grayskull. And they came in single packs because I honestly wanted to buy like an army of Mini Scareglows. And right now... 
I'm not gonna do it because I would have a, a bunch of mini Stratoses. I would have like a bunch of. You could turn around and make your own city of Avon. And a bunch of gray school pieces that I don't need, and that doesn't do it for me. So I'm sorry, Mattel. I'm skipping the mini masters. I wanted to like them, but the shrinking size and the whole connect and connect castle doesn't do it for me already. I already missed out on a set, so... Yeah, because yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, so you came out with Battle Armor, He-Man, and, and Merman. But, oh, you know, you're you're supposed to start off with your main guys. So, if you're going to do this, they, they should have started off with another miniature He-Man and Skeletor set to go with the other guys. And because of that, I'm kind of out. Uh, you know. They're saving a, a, an issue of a smaller He-Man and Skeletor, like the final pack that they were going to reveal, having them being that. And you know what? Honestly, they should have saved those guys like to do, to give them the Skylanders treatment or the Disney Infinity treatment. Like having a game that you could use them, that maybe would have been... Or heck, if they had been retail, I would have been more tempted. But honestly, I right now I'm paying 15 bucks for Slow As Molasses, Dead Pony... In reverse shipping, and I don't feel like paying the, no, the twenty, was... the twenty for them, then the fifteen bucks in shipping. I mean, it winds up being the same price as a regular figure. Exactly, and yeah, that doesn't do it for me. If the if these guys then, were retail, I'd be I'd be on them like like white on rice. And I, I wish they would go the retail route with them because minis are hot in retail. And, you and can check the to orders work. to see, okay, will they sell? Because you're not going to have them in the collector aisle. In, They're going to introducing be... kids to masters. That's the important thing. If we want masters to survive, we need to introduce a next generation. And right now, the only introduction the next generation is getting is like, oh, daddy buys He-Mans or uncle buys He-Mans and. But if they ask, if they try to get them to get Hemans, uh, yeah, they're sold out and they're like 40 bucks a piece on Maddie or 35 bucks a piece, depending on your area and shipping method. No way any parent's going to buy uh, 35 to 40 pops single figure for a kid. Well, I know these are adult collector items, but again, Mattel does a safety testing so they can be used as children's toys. So yeah, all that. toys on the market have to go through that. Plus, you know, you got to look at what's what's the trend right now. And, you know, Toy Guru mentioned it on videos and all that. It's that scaling back. You know, look at what Star Wars is right now. Look at what a Ninja Turtles is. So, yeah, if they're going to go back to retail, you know, we discussed this before, is that they're going to have to probably go back to 1985, <laughs> maybe with a little bit more articulation. But pretty much that's what we we should probably get. Yeah. But they're not going to do it because, again, there's a movie. We don't know exactly, like, again, we don't know what they're planning. The only thing they say is that we're planning. The movie seems to be a big deal. There is rumblings of the animated cartoons, and there's rumblings of this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay, but let's do it already because I'm out of yeah, patience. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing these rumblings, too. I mean, it's, we need it. Let's just get it over with. I just want to see Heeman come back before I'm a senior citizen. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen in our day, Crespo. <laughs> By the way, He-Man was a hero, and he ran around with no pants. <laughs> and didn't look like Iron Man. Everyone loved those furry underwear. Oh, you got to bring it back. <laughs> oh, we yeah. got to start a movement to bring back this stuff, but... Now, the other thing that Mattel showed for Masters of the Universe, and this is a concept 
point figure right now. It is not, there's a line, there is no price point, nothing like that. They showed a 12-inch vintage-style Skeletor with where you twist him at the waist. He will still do the Thunder Punch. And Toy Guru wants the fans' input. Would we be interested in this oversized product line? It would be on vintage card back, so you can hang him up on the wall. And I know a lot of people are for this. No price point has been given, but it's not going to be a hollow plastic. It's going to be the uh, regular filled plastic. Scott did say that if they go through. Price point, probably between 70 and $90 for a figure. Hold on. Let me do a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. I mean, I, I think it's highly detailed Skeletor, but I think that if they're going to keep that action feature, that's nice. But space-wise, in my toy room and all like that, I don't have it. And if I'm going to spend that much money, I'd rather get a vehicle or a playset and finish that part of the Masters of the Universe than all these 12-inch figures. What am I going to do? Why am I up in my living room and call my children? <laughs> don't you? Well, well, that's not the most ridiculous thing I've seen, cuz. I think it was – I think Jack-specific. Is trying to to get into the gi- ridiculously ridiculously giant figures. They had like a forty eight inch Nickelodeon styled Michelangelo that they're trying to promote to stores. So well, Hasbro does have the twelve inch uh, Darth Vader. I think that was what Mattel was trying to copy. No, I think they're trying to copy the gentle giant huge version of the vintage toys that they have for their clubs. Or I'm not too well versed there, but I've seen some yeah, vintage style Star Wars. They're highly limited and highly expensive. And again, I you have, brought up the word expensive. Yeah, gentle giants. I have not seen anything under three hundred dollars. It's and those are for the small figure, the small pieces, and they don't do small. You know what? Here's the thing. I might be interested in like four of those figures. It would be like He-Man, Skeletor, Tila, Evil Lynn, but that would have to be like five or six years after Classics is done, over, dead, buried. But right now, I just want to focus on Classics. And once Classics ends, well, that may be the end for me, but I don't, I'm not feeling like a 12 inch recreation of the vintage figure just because, oh, look, it's vintage. I'd rather have some, I'd rather have like, and it's an upscaled vintage figure. It's not like something with more detail than the classics and keeping the, and it's keeping the vintage action feature. That part I didn't know. So that's another big no, no for me. Cause right now I'm thinking like what they're going to do, put some bike tubes to tie the legs together. I mean, I'd rather see it if they were going to do it, do it all hollow, follow the Mezco idea. Cause Mezco does put out beautiful, uh, Team, uh, Thundercats in that scale, but they keep it at the thirty to fifty dollar price point. That's well, the said, difference. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta just say they're heading the wrong direction. Okay, okay, guys, guys, I figured out. Will they come with a mini comic? Because if they do, they should call it like a jumbo comic. Cause Ugh. oh god, that brings me back to the seventies with the Star Wars movie, and they came out with the jumbo comics. That's the only piece of Star Wars memorabilia I have. No, but these guys are going the wrong direction. They don't go bigger, especially right now, and use charge seventy nine when right now we're buying these figures 
and we're we're paying for them, but grudgingly. And we're complaining and, about the cost about this yeah, guy. You go, you know, honestly, if they said, okay, if they went the opposite direction, if they said we're going smaller, like vintage size, and hey, you know, we're remaking the vintage line, I'd be happier with that. If they said, hey, everybody, we're, we're uh, testing, you know, like bringing back the commemorative figures and we're going that route again. All right. And giving you new guys that. like Hero and Eldor and yes. look, we've, we're going to make She-Ra compatible with Masters. Yeah. I mean, if they go that route after this toy line, I'd be all for it. I'd be, I'd be in it. And I know the fans will be saying, well, I'm already out and all that. Well, be out, you know, but hey, we're getting these toys again and... You're right, a Shira compatible with the Masters and vehicles and everything back again. I'd be for that, but going bigger in this day and age is kind of crazy. Yeah. Plus, um, plus those guys are more novelty items than those oversized figures are more novelty items than actual figures. I mean, even Granamir, who's awesome, people have a lot of pro- trouble displaying him because he's too freaking big. And can you imagine the card of a 12-inch Masters figure? I mean, The Masters cards were bigger than the figures back then, so that would be a bit too big. And I don't trust the flimsy J-hooks to hang the figure. And seriously, it's going to be too freaking heavy. And if it's going to be a Matty collector thing, I don't want to imagine the shipping charges, Digital River, bent cards. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm out. You know, I'm out of these ones. I'm not going to get in on them. I'm not going to collect them. I'm just, it's a pass for me. Now, we also did see from the Maddie Collector two teasers, Sweet Bee's Helmet and Eldor's Spellbook. So we now know what we're going to be hearing from San Diego because Scott did say the next set of announcements will be at San Diego Comic-Con. All I can say is it's about time. Yeah. I mean, Eldor back in the 80s was shown at Toy Fair. He made it into the uh, buyer's books. And then they canceled the line. And he's the last of the powers of Grayskull that were introduced back then in that concept form. We've already got Hero. We need his mentor. And I'm excited about Sweet B. I mean, finally, I'll ha- Frost, I will have her nemesis. But Eldor- uh, no, now we can do all those love scenes and get out uh, the flush for Frosta. But <laughs> Eldor, I, I'm honestly hoping that His face ends up looking like the vintage figure, which looked a lot like the late Orson Welles. That would be cool. But Maddie didn't uh, stop with Motu, even though that's what everyone was there for. They did have some new things for the DC fans. First is the Superpowers collection. It is six figures. Five of them are repaints. This is not going to be a sub. It is not a new line they're kicking off. This is their farewell and thank you gift to the DC fans. They are done on vintage card backs. We do have Superman, Gold Superman, Wonder Woman. Bat- I don't think we had Batman. Uh, we had the Green Lantern as Joker. Oh, as the Riddler. Riddler. Riddler, sorry. It, it's, it was Batman. No, no, it's, and that's all based on the... The Argentinian company that bought the superpower molds for, uh, from Kenner and kept making figures after the line had ended. That the They made left. a Riddler u- reusing the Green Lantern parts. And I, I'm not even attempting the little... Mr. Mixed Pickles. Right. He is going to have a very special card back because it will all be in Spanish. 
with the Super Amigos logo for the throwback to when the change from Kenner to the Argentinian company took place. And and that little guy is 100% new sculpt. That is why the other five figures are repaints. Well, I say good for them because I'm I'm glad they decided to finish it off to do one last hoorah over this. I mean, the Batman one is pretty much the first Batman uh, DC Classics that came out. And I have that figure and I hated him because they, they messed up on the, you know, I don't know about you. Well, if you guys bought them or not, but I bought that one. And the ankles couldn't move. And I superheated them. I boiled them. I did anything. And that those ankles just wouldn't budge. They were welded. And if you and try to was, move them, you break them. I wish I broke mine. I couldn't even break mine, believe it or not. I broke mine. And and, it, and the DC Universe Classics has had a lot of problems with the, with the hip joints. Because I, I broke straight out of the store. I bought a Cyborg Superman from the Cyborg Superman versus Mongol pack. For, for the review, I just moved the leg forward, moved the leg back, made him do the splits. Then I just put him, I just set him on the table. His leg fell off. The figure fell off. You worked had, too much. I've had a, I've had, I have a Wonder Woman with her leg fused. I'm not even touching her. I've had a Hal Jordan like that. I've had, I think, Raven also was with her leg freezed like that. And the only issue I have with the Superpowers mini line is that it's a bit too expensive for what they really are. We, because they're repainted DC Universe Classics figures. I wish them the best of luck and that, well, that Mattel gets the sales numbers they need and that it proves a success. But personally, I'm skipping those. My bag's a bit too full with Club Eternia and Club Etheria right now. So Yeah, and they're only going to be sold uh, twice. I believe it, they said third and fourth quarter. You'll have three that you can buy. You can buy them individually or as a group of three. They will come with a collect and connect piece. The piece will not be in the bubble packaging because it's done in the vintage style. It will come in a little poly bag inside the chipper box for you to put him put that figure together. Again, we already had a Calabac, but he's just in the uh, superpowers style. Yeah, and I like I agree with Chris. Well, good for them. Enjoy them, but I'm just not interested in them. And then we got to see other toys from Mattel. They had Monster High. Everyone, I know this has been big on the internet. They think it was um, Peekaboo's tail feathers at the Monster High station. It was, it was similar. They're not in scale with the Masters of the Universe figures. They're in scale for the 12 inch Monster High. Create a monster figures. It's part of a kit for you, for the girls to design and customize their own figures. I mean, come on. Monster Hot can send you head packs, but we can't get it in Motu. Well, that means that we're going to see a bunch of She-Ra fans buying that create a monster set just to make a Monster High-style peekaboo. Of course. And we've seen these little Easter eggs throughout Mattel where they are flashing back to Motu. Makes you wonder, are they doing it as flashbacks or are they testing the waters to see can they introduce some part of Motu in this style. I think it's both. I mean, we saw that with Imagine X, and now they're doing it with the uh, Monster High. I think generally that I partially agree that they say it's fans because I, it's the right generation right now that the people who are making the toys right now grew are the ones who the grew up. Toys. Yeah, they grew up with the 80s. And if you got into the toy business or, you know, you're making a career out of it, you're doing it because you love it. 
and I think they're probably paying tribute to the toys that they loved. But, you know, there's been rumors, there's been rumblings that they've toyed around with Shira, making a Shira doll. Yes. And they, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised, like, if they toy, you know, there's a Catra, uh, a Scorpia, you know, because those concepts kind of lend themselves. Easily into the Monster High uh, line. And I can actually see, like, Shira and Glimmer lending into the Ever After High line. They're more for that. Oh, yeah. So I'd say it's both testing the waters besides giving us little Easter eggs. But that wasn't the only Motu I saw at Toy Fair. You love those plushies that we got last year? Was it last year or the year before? The Sword, He-Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat, Trapjaw, Beastman. Well, Comic Images, whose booth happened to be next to Icon Heroes, is coming out with the Havoc Staff which is approximately two inches shorter than the Power Sword. I actually held them next to each other, so that is pretty accurate. We're getting a Shira and an Orko, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that. Then, of course, I had to go next door and see Icon Heroes, who were making their first trip to Toy Fair. So I was really pleased. They're a great group of people from Hawaii that do this. They work very closely with the horsemen. And they did the final showing of what Snake Mountain will look like. They did listen and tone down the colors. So they're not the bright purples and bright greens. They were, they did a black wash over all of that. Ah, good. That I was so thrilled. It weighs about 16 pounds. I mean, it literally took, um, Rose and myself to literally lift it up. It is very massive. It is in scale with Grayskull showing that Castle Grayskull is smaller because it's a castle and Snake Mountain is supposed to be a mountain. The detail work on the back is amazing. Every one of those faces are unique sculpts. It should be shipping shortly. So if you pre-ordered it, you can get it. Coming out also for those who are collecting the death sets and maybe Snake Mountain was a little too big for you. They have a Snake Mountain uh, card holder. And it's only the filmation style Snake Mountain. You don't have the toy version connected. So if all you wanted was your filmation style, you can easily get it. It is done again in scale with the other card holder, Castle Grayskull. It will hold the Keldor sword, so you don't have to worry. That is supposed to be coming out third quarter. And making the de debut was the Sword of Protection. 100% new sculpt. They did not do the cheap route, which a lot of people, even myself, thought they'd do when we first saw those letter openers, saying, oh, they could just screw this gem and call it Sword of Protection. No, it is done in the filmation style Sword of Protection with the cutouts and the wings. It is of a lighter, lighter weight, but still the same material as the Power Sword. The gem is in the middle. It isn't actually inset into the sword. The sword will fit into the letter into the um, card holders. It'll be a little loose because the card holders were designed for the power sword and all the repaints. It is just a little narrower. That is supposed to be second quarter shipping. Both of those items, the buyers were told they can start taking pre-orders as soon as Toy Fair close. I know AFX already had pre-orders up for Snake Mountain, the card holder. I also did ask about the turrets for 
Castle Grayskull card holder because it does look weird without them. They would not confirm or deny, so that means they're still in negotiations, I hope, about making them as pencil holders. That would be sweet. Mm-hmm. So they are still in negotiations, and I kept swearing Cornboy was following me that day because every time I turned around, he was there. And while we were doing the, when I was doing that uh, interview, I had to cut out like a whole 20 minutes because Cornboy was there giving me hugs and kisses and all like that. I mean, he is such a sweetheart. But Motu is not going to be at Funko, so we don't expect to see any more pop figures of Motu figures. Boo! Or Wacky Wobblers. It was a one-year license agreement. I told them they need to go back and get more because they admit it. Shira was their top-selling pop figure out of the Motu line. Well, it's Shira, so... The girls rock! And they were still showing Shira, He-Man, and Skeletor in their Funko booth. So maybe there's some wiggle room to see more of that. And we need a, a Funko Spectre. There, I said it. Um, All I need to do is get a Deadpool and repaint him for you. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> said it, not Deadpool. me. Yeah, then we, we, we send it to Toy Guru. Look! <laughs> but going to the Funko booth. They are doing now the paper crafts. A couple of years ago, a company named Mitko came out with the crazy canisters. We were supposed to get them in Motu. And they came out with those box um, foldables that you could make. Skeletor and He-Man came out at San Diego, but it was hard to find the smaller ones that were supposed to come out. It looks like they were bought out by Funko. Well, I hope they make them because I got the He-Man when I won the TGR the last CGR contest with Bikron and everything. And oh, yeah, you got the ultimate. You went with me to San Diego Comic-Con. Pack. Yeah, and I, and I got the He-Man on my desk. And seriously, I just love rubbing the flat head on that He-Man every, every morning. <laughs> yeah, it's like the little He-Man I can take e- anywhere I don't take my classics with. So that I got that He-Man there, and I've got people asking, where did you get that He-Man? And I'm like, I want it on a contest. Ah, damn it, I wanted one. I'm like, sorry. Everyone mine says the same thing. And that's it for part one of our 2014 Toy Fair discussion. Join us next time when we pick up where we left off for part two of the Toy Fair Reveals. 